What's up and welcome back to another episode of Nessa's Realm. It's been a minute, guys, since I heard from you. If you've never heard of me before, go check my other episodes. I go by Nessa D, aka you can call me Nessa, whatever, guys. It's been a long minute, honestly. But for today, guys, I have a special guest. Dear friend who I met in college, Sabrina. Thank you for uh, uh, offering me <laughs> to be on this episode with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you for having me. I just want to say that's a chair in the background, nothing else. If you hear guys, if you guys hear me moving. Um, yeah, I'm Sabrina. Nice to meet you guys. Um, I am from the cities. I don't know if you guys know where we are located at, um, but I'm from the city, so I'm a city girl. I'm a city girl. Um, yeah, and I'm excited to be on the podcast. So, Nessa, thank you for having me. How did we even meet in college? Literally. Well, it was a friend through a friend. It was a friend through a friend. Yeah, I think we met through a friend. And we kind of just hit it off right away. I feel like it was just more like, hey, like, we're friends now. Like, let's do it. Which was so funny how we all, like, became friends. But, like, we literally hang out with each other every day, you know? And, yeah, I love it. I love our little group that we have sometimes. By the way, I forgot to tell you guys. I officially moved to college. You guys didn't know that. I think last episode I was talking about before entering college and um everything else but now i'm actually officially moved into college met new great people guys if you guys think that high school friends are gonna stay forever let me tell you something they ain't at all 100 when you go to college you're gonna meet a whole new other people you're gonna have a new experience and you guys will love it absolutely and i agree so much on that literally like i've moved like almost four hours away from home and i literally no one knows about my life or anything about high school so it's really once you get to college like it's a whole no one cares what you did in high school like it really is not like no one cares what you did here it's just like what you do moving on that really sets the stone for you so yeah anybody who's in high school i guess just enjoy it because no one's gonna care what you do unless you move to a college right next to your high school then i mean that's your problem okay guys so we have a new a new a new cast member we're gonna call her Emma. Actually, her name is Emma. Let me stop playing. Emma J. Lato. <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself to the podcast? What's up, you guys? It's Emma J. Lato back at it again. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Um, yeah, I'm Emma. Nice to meet you guys all. I'm very honored to be on Vanessa's podcast because I feel like my presence is really needed here. But, <laughs> but yes, yeah, I'm very happy. Okay, guys. Yeah, I've known Emma. We've known each other for a long time, but it, we, for, we, yeah, we really didn't like, you know, be friend, be friends. But in college, that's when we really like, you know, connected and you know, really great friends. But yeah, guys, it's a little insight of college. So with you guys transitioning to college, like, you guys feeling homesick? Like, what's up? What's going on with that situation? Um, so the first weeks, I think here, maybe the first week or two was really hard. Like missing my family even though i'm not really a homebody like i usually go out a lot and i'm never really home but like just like having the presence of my family i know you two live in live here so it's easier for you guys to see your families but it was really hard and that like at first i really didn't know you guys like i didn't have a i feel like we have a pretty good like core group of friends right now the first week i did until like i think the first weekend here was really hard like i just woke up like crying all the time like it was bad 
it's gotten a lot better but like of course you have moments where you're like you know i just want to go home or like there's moments where like i wake up i'm like why the hell am i like why am i here or like sometimes i'm sitting in class i'm like i hate it like i i really hate school sometimes but then like like after a while like i feel like i have i i think i enjoy my time a lot here because of you guys and like the group that we made uh, stop don't get, don't let your head get big and I, I don't know, it helps me get through it. So it's been nice, you know. School is really hard, though. Like, that's all I have to tell everybody. Like, school, yeah, but school is hard. Like, don't think college is going to get easier. It's not. It's not. Uh, for me, transitioning, like, I mean, coming to college or whatever, it's, I don't know. Like, I feel homesick sometimes, but I live, like, 15 minutes away. But I still feel homesick because I'm, like, on campus and stuff. And it's a new environment. You meet new people. And like it's just something about the transition from high school to college. It's like you're independent and you're on your own type stuff. You feel me? It's a very drastic change. It's like you gotta everything's on your own. Like yeah, I'm used to my mom going to the store and buying shit for me, but now I gotta go and buy my own shit. Like that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Nobody cares. Okay, on my. I don't really feel homesick, not because I'm pissed, not because, you know, I don't think my parents is just all this and all that, but I'm, I don't feel homesick, and I do still check in, I still check in with my family and all that, but again, the same idea, we literally live like 15 minutes away from mine, so I could go home at any time, but my heart does go to people like Sabrina, because damn, like, your family be like two, three hours in a way, you can't really like, you know, drive up to them any time of the day, like, again, money, hey, let's not, Leave alone that situation with the money issue as well. All the time, you know, I did not used to, like, get out of my house every day. Like, you know, my mom would, every like, literally do the shopping, do the cooking. I'll stay my ass at home. But now a college is here. Hey, money is kind of getting tight. Money is being spent, like, almost every day now. Everything's on our own. Same, like, pretty much the same things, like, you literally said. But now that we're all in the dorms, were you like, were you guys' parents like all in the same page, like moving to the dorms? <laughs> My mom, absolutely the fuck not. She was not on that type of like stuff with me. Like I told her, I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to get not really a college experience but a low-key college experience you feel me like for my first year like I, my main reason i wanted to come here is because if i'm at my house mind you and growing up in an african home if you have to if you have to crave like you try to do your homework you're needed every time like it's like i open up my book to read and it's emma come emma come emma come type shit so i was like you know what in college like, that's not about to be like that no more like college is a whole different step it's like like sabrina said a drastic change so you gotta like when you're studying you gotta like actually focus in what you're doing type shit you feel me and it's like you gotta like just have your mind like in there like in the moment instead of like worrying about oh shoot I didn't do the dishes or oh shoot you know but my mom was not she was like she was upset low key I feel like she was upset like my, my decision of wanting to come on campus but it's like mom like I'm gonna like I'm gonna come home every week and not not even every weekend like I can come home every day because we I don't even live that far you feel me so it's like I don't know but I feel like her main fear was my sister because my sister has like she's like uh, has epilepsy and stuff and so she's like. She's, like, disabled or whatever. So, But she has, like, separated. She's in anxiety, low cap. So it's, like, I feel like my mom, that was my mom's, like, main fear was because I was always with her. But now I'm, like, like now leaving. Like, I'm, not, I'm now going into adulthood type shit. So she was low-key kind of, like, she was, like, scared, sad, scared, worried, all that. <laughs> well, I feel like with me, I really had no choice. Like, <laughs> like I, I had no choice. Like, I... 
I where else was I gonna live? I don't have family up here, you know, like yeah, I'm not gonna. I, and you're not allowed to rent your own apartment usually the first year here. Like the first two years, you have to live on campus. Um, but for me, since I don't live here, I'll just say like when I was thinking of like going to either community college or going to a university and stuff, I feel like my biggest thing was also like Emma was saying that if I knew if I went to a community college, yes, it would be a lot cheaper. But I also, I'm a person that likes to have fun and like get like have experiences and stuff. And I feel like being at community college would have just took that whole thing away from me. And it would, and no judgment to anybody that goes to community college. Does community college, like, you know, everyone does what they feel is the best for them. And I feel like personally me, if I would have ended up staying home and gone to community college, I would have felt like I wouldn't have focused more just knowing myself, like being in that home environment. And I feel like it would have been the same situation. Um, but besides that, I feel like I really had no choice. My parents were fine with it. Like they knew it was a step that I needed to take in my life, so they were fine, and they're okay with it. I, I know it was really hard for my mom when I left, she cried, and then when I went home for the weekend, she cried too. Yeah, so it's been really hard for her. I've been like trying to stop calling her every time I cry, because I know it makes her feel bad. For me, right? My both my parents were not on board at least, like actually, because when I started like the college search and everything, um, I wanted to actually just commute to college because. I don't know, like, I wanted to go to live, like, at a college, like, four hours or what later, but, like, you know, of course, if you look at financial, like, bro, college is expensive as hell, and and Concordia here is expensive as hell. If you don't got no scholarships, and <laughs> the only way the only way you're here in Concordia is through scholarships, or you, you just got rich-ass parents, but I was, like, thinking about moving to college four hours later, like, like you know, away from here, but looking at financial stuff, I was like, hell no, I can't, like, afford that, like, especially me being, like, paying for college by myself, and, of course, they gave me the option of doing community college, and, of course, like, community college, I'm, just, like, the, the the major I'm going in, which is bachelor's of nursing, is just that I didn't think community college was the way to go, and I, and again, what Emma said, I wanted the college experience, and, it, and through my mom, my mom, my mom, like, literally, when she heard me, I was going to go to the dorm, she's like, what are you going to do in the dorm, what, what, what? It, you just do school, you can come back home, this and this, this, you're just going to go, what, party, go with boys, like, that's the first thing, being an African household, especially with my mom, the idea of boys is brought up every time, and of course, the dorms, and I told them, I was like, well, dorms will just, like, make me study better i'll meet new people like it's yeah. just the college experience it doesn't everything doesn't have to deal like you know with boys you know what i mean but yeah with my mom my mom and dad yeah they're both opposed to the like the, to the idea but they had to swallow up to it well, somehow yeah. there ain't no way i mean of course all our parents are all like immigrants right <laughs> let me not say it like that but all our parents are all immigrants am i correct right I'm, my parents are from South Sudan. My parents are from Mexico. <laughs> my parents are from South Sudan too. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? So, how I feel like everyone's story on like immigration is so different. Like personally, how did you? How was like your parents move here? Was it an easier move? Was it a harder move? How long ago did they move here? Well, my parents came here in 2001. My dad. The way he came here, was he was a lost boy of Sudan. So he was in the war between, like, you know, North and South Sudan fighting and everything. He had to flee from war, fled from war, whatever. And when he arrived in Kenya, they were, like, you know, the United Nations people were there. So then, like, they were like, you know, you can come to America, get a better opportunity, whatever. Same um, opportunity was given to my mom. So when they came here, of course, coming back from home and coming here to a new, total different lifestyle. And then you have to, like, get to the lifestyle, like, 
quickest, like, you know, because they were, like, 18, 20 years old. I was born, no, I was born two years later. I was born two years later. But, like, of course, imagine, like, coming back from, like, a home, a different foreign country, coming into America. They had to learn what? To drive a car, learn how to pay taxes, go to the grocery store, do this, do that. They had to switch up their lifestyle so quick. And my dad was telling me, like, how much, like, they struggled, like, you know, learning because they don't do none of that stuff here. Like, they don't do none of that stuff back home. So it was a big, drastic change. So I would say it had been, like, a difficult, like, it was a difficult, like, you know, time coming immigrating here to the United States. Um, yeah, for real, my parents, too, like, coming here, um, we came here in March of 2004. My sis- me and my sister were already born. Uh, my sister and I, whatever. We were already born. But my mom came here, My pa- okay, my parents came here because they wanted a better life for us, a better future for us type stuff. Like, that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of how it goes. A better life, a better future for their kids, just so they don't have to go through what we had to go through. Um, what made your parents come here? Like, was there a reason they came here? Honestly, it was, it was probably because of war, same problem. It was probably because of war, yeah. It was because of war, and, like, we already fleed from from South Sudan, and because that's why I was born in Egypt, because, like, that, we're, we're on the way here, but I, I just happened to pop out. So, so that's how I was there, because we're on the way, like, on, like, the, what is it, United Nations? Like, we had to go through that system, too. Mm-hmm. So I was just ended up, yeah, I was just born there, because, like, it was on the way as we were coming. My sister and I were born in Egypt. Are you her twin? No. My sister's, my sister, she's 20. She was born. She was born '02, and I was born '03. Yes, yeah, so oh, basically a year. Yeah, and then we came here, and then yeah. So I'm like a couple years later, or like when I started growing up, making like getting, you know, my my sense and stuff. I asked my mom like, why are we here? Like, why didn't we stay back or whatever? And she's like, cause of war, cause all this stuff is happening in war. Like back then, and war now is like kind of different and changing away. Cause war back then, like they'll they'll like they'll like kill little kids and stuff. Like yeah, very like it's very like crucial. They'll kill little kids and stuff, or they'll kill little boys. And some mothers like will be beat up in their house and stuff like that. So I feel like that was my mom's fear, and like just a voice told her like, "Well, we just gotta go." And I don't know why we ended up in Fargo, North Dakota, but child, we we here, but child, we here. <laughs> we here. <laughs> okay. Um. So my parents, um, my grandparents actually migrated here. I don't know when. It had have to be around like the 80s or I'm gonna say like the 87 80 like 87 through 90 because my my dad's sister the last one was born so they all migrated to California my dad has three siblings and they all came to California um I actually know the story of how my dad and his brother because my dad has a brother at the time my dad was about three and his brother was about one this story like it kind of sticks out to me every time my grandma tells me it's more like a story of like she said that she remembers just putting her like her kids on this like van that they knew was gonna make it through the under the tunnel to get to California, and she like imagine you're a kid, you're a mother that has a three year old and a one year old, a baby, and you just put them on a bus and hope that you get to the other side with them. And my grandma, and my grandpa walked the whole way, um, and then they built their life in California. Um, Fresno, California is like a more of more northern California, I want to say. Um, and then my mom, she came here actually on a visa because her mom was really sick. She had um, really bad, like, I think, she had pneumonia. So she came here on a visa and, like, um, she overstayed her visa and stuff. My parents are citizens now, so don't, don't, ice, ice, <laughs> ice don't come for them. anything they know how to get their way to america <laughs> and they will do it I under any i don't think i can i can never i would never, 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 never have the balls to do it's it giving, ma'am you have to go back to your good <laughs> literally <laughs>
So yeah, my and then my mom and her whole family here. My mom's family, they have a think about one, two brothers and like four. She has like a big family. She has like almost seven siblings. So and her mom and her dad ended up moving here and they my mom actually didn't get papers until she moved here to Minnesota. Um, but my mom and dad met in California. My mom got pregnant at a really young age. She got pregnant at 18 and my dad was 20. 21 21 so then from there they um i was born in california myself too so i was born there and i moved to don't know why minnesota <laughs> I, we could have stayed in california and then we moved i honestly though minnesota does have the best um coming from california the jobs and how much money you get paid at the time and imagine like someone that's just had a kid and my at the time my mom was still an immigrant she had no papers and my dad he was a citizen because of his parents and stuff but just like that and then like living there in california and transitioning to here like my dad just tells me stories and it's just like crazy just like how people did that you know like with the kid and like they'll do anything to have a good life for their kids especially growing yeah, like, like, and, like and, i think that happened to like um, that's one thing i could applaud my parents for like yeah. like understands that like everyone is like when you talk about immigrants like it's just like oh like they're taking our like some people's i don't understand like how closed-minded they are in that sense of like oh they're trying to take our jobs like they don't belong here but i feel like in the end like people will do whatever they need to do for their family like and 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 that goes for everybody it doesn't matter where you're from because like at the end of the day no one's really from here like this is not their native land so yes (laughs) so but the thing is that it, it's just hard, you know, like, coming, I feel like, and it's not even just, like, coming from immigrant parents is really hard, and, like, just, like, this, it's just more standards. I feel like that sometimes you just don't understand, and you're just, like, how did we end up here, yeah. you know? Hearing their stories, especially from my parents, bro, hearing their stories, it makes me, like, you know, think back, I'm like, hey, I should do this for my kids. Like, it kind of makes me, like, sit back and say, like, dang, like, my parents actually went through that. Like, let me, let me change this for my parenting. Like, cause I grabbed lots of stuff from my parents when, like the stories they told me, like my dad told me that they had to walk from all the way from Sudan to Ethiopia to Kenya to like just get a better life so they can stay alive. Like my dad, he him he lost his parents. He lost like he literally lost like pretty much everything. Like he he like when he fled, he had to lo- like leave his siblings. So like they all like kind of scattered along the way. My dad didn't find his siblings like until he came to the states like years later. That's when he like you know tried to find his siblings. It was that bad. So of course like hearing my dad like through all that trauma is just like dang like. I sh- it kind of like shapes up my personality like my mindset and kind of say like well my parents went through that I should like you know acknowledge that and try to like you know change how I live like you know like be like acknowledge their living like, not yeah. like you know like, like at times of course they piss me off I'm not gonna lie hey yeah. you know African fans hey they, there's times they piss you off but like I'd be like thinking I'm like there's a re- Get on my last <laughs> there's a there's a there's a reason why they do this there's a reason why yeah. and of course like there's always reasons why so I feel like the same thing like with my mom sometimes like I (laughs) and I love my mom to death like I love her so much but like just her mentality and like her mindset is just sometimes so black and white because of she grew up like she'll tell me stories like she's okay my mom like loves shoes like she's always buying shoes and I'm like girl but then like you sit down and talk to her like oh what's the reason she says that she loves shoes so much because when she was growing up in Mexico like there'd be days where she had no shoes so you take like little things like that like you know no one sees or like 
even like my grandpa he was telling a story like why he hoarders cars so much like he hoarders cars all the time it's because when he was he said when they were living in california they were really going through it too and um he said like there was times where he literally had no like there was no car for him to get to work and he, imagine him he had three kids already and they were living in like an, a, a single room apartment with no money and like of course there's more things to it that didn't help but he just says he loves cars because he feels that like no matter what like now he'll always have one like you'll never have to feel how he felt in that moment but i i don't know i feel like just coming from immigrant parents is really hard it's it's just so it's like i of course like i love my parents and i do anything for them but it's like and i especially like i don't know if you guys are the firstborns i'm a firstborn i'm a firstborn so and i have two younger siblings um I feel like that also has plays a big part too, like being an older sibling and then also coming from immigrant parents. It's like, and my dad is an older sibling too out of three of his siblings. And just how they grew up was like, it, it's, it was a lot. I know, but my dad is like, is nothing like, like the stamina, you know how sometimes people follow their parents' footsteps. But it's just like, I feel like it's so hard sometimes being like the older sibling in an immigrant family because it's like, um, like having parents that are, immigrants in a sense it's because like my da- my parents are really young my dad is just turned 41 and my mom is 38 so i have pretty young parents i don't know how old your parents are my parents are around the same age as well my mom is 50 and my dad is 51 how many siblings do you have i have okay i have one biological sister um and i have four other step siblings and i'm not the firstborn but like with her disability and stuff so i have to like so it's kind of like we kind of switched roles because i gotta take care of her now but it's like yeah but i feel like with the whole immigration thing like being the first born i don't know how it feels for you guys but like because <laughs> my mama loved doing this stuff bro like she just it's like it's like it's a it's a like a it's a thank god that we're here too to be honest because it's like how you go <laughs> nah man <laughs> if they don't figure like the, some people you just piss me off or it's funny to me because it's like okay yeah my parents are like immigrants or whatever once they can't figure out how to spell shit dog then you want to bring me in it like i'm like get get your stupid ass but it's just funny to me i just i love my mom but sometimes that's the type of shit that be pissing me off yes i go ahead go ahead i feel <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. ciao um same thing with my mom like my mom my dad, I feel like, is more, like, brought up and, like, knows kind of more stuff. Like, he's more, like, kind of, like, I can say, like, cultured in a sense. My mom is, too, but my mom, like, like about the spelling things. Like, and my dad is, like, the one that handles, like, all the money things and, like, you know, all that stuff. But, um, not saying my mom can't, but, like, it, I know it would be a little bit more difficult for her because she, like, sometimes it's hard for her to, like, to, like, she only texts me in Spanish. Like, I, I can, luckily, I can, I understand Spanish, but, like, for her like that's her main language you know like that spanish is like what she feels more comfortable with and like i know sometimes like she tries to say something and like she'll like mess up and we'll all laugh at her like and it's so sad (laughs) we'd be laughing at her like even my dad be clowning her sometimes and we'd be like we're like i'm like we feel bad and we do help her but like but and let anyone else laugh at her like that's the the problem right there yeah but I don't know. My, I, I think my, I don't know. My mom is just, it's just hard. I feel like. I know. Okay, so I am the oldest out of six siblings. Okay. 
and they all biological. They, yep, they, we all raise each other. Yep, them nope. I was the I was the eldest out of my whole family, and I hope I hope he's the last one. My little brother. I hope he's the last one. Uh, five years old, so we're strong. <laughs> Anyways, but no, I bro, I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning, I was like. I had a good childhood. Well, it was good. It was good. It was good and everything. Not until, like, probably, like, you know, my fifth sibling started coming up. Like, lots of pressure was added on me because, of course, I, it's not like, it's not like oh, I was put to, like, take care of my siblings all the time, all the time. But it was, like, annoying because, you know, they would always come to me crying, crying. I'm trying to do my homework. I'm trying to do other stuff. And, you know, it was just, it, it was a wild house. I was always grew up in a wild house. That's, that's why, like, I can't probably do my homework in a loud house, like, you know, in a quiet, too quiet of a room. Because I've just grown up, like, you know, around loudness. Like, I love my siblings' company and everything. And, like, that's why, you know what, you know what I mean? But, like, it's a, it has, there's good sides and bad sides of, like, having immigrant parents. It actually ruined me, like, sometimes mentally, too. Like, it literally having immigrant, no, having, no, it ruined me. You know, it, like, I touched the topic. Mentally. No, it, <laughs> no, because, yeah, I love my parents and all that. But it was just days, those days, and there's, all oh, those times. Is this like sometimes like just serious topics that like you feel like are really like personal to you in a sense? Like I'll I'll just give that example. Like me and my mom when the whole thing Roe versus Wade happened, me and my mom like it was a big thing. It's a big thing that sh- I feel like should be talked about. And um, my mom kind of saw it in a sense of like more. Um, I know it's because just how she grew up, but she really believes that like you someone shouldn't have an abortion unless like raped or an incest type sense but i'm also a type of person that believes it should it's not my business and it should be everyone's choice um like i'm very pro-choice i'm like i don't I'm not scared to say that i feel like like it shouldn't just come down to it and like just what's going on in the world right now so like things like that topics like that with my mom like we'll, we'll never see eye to eye like and it's just it's frustrating sometimes like because i like to be right like i i feel like i'm always right and I don't know I just feel like I like I love being right like I love it and like but like I so I majoring I majored in political science and the pre-law track to be an immigration lawyer actually but um the thing is that when you go into politics you have to be able to see the other point of person's point of view and like not get upset so I've been trying to work on that here and like it's really hard sometimes though you know because like some people are just so oblivious um and it's hard but i don't know my, i think like with my whole like like you said it really it affects your mentality in ways that like you never really think and like like it just it's stuff that carries on with you for like the rest of your life like for me and i i don't think you ever realized it like until like me i never realized it until i started therapy and it was kind of like in a sense of like okay my therapist is like well you feel this like this and this she's like but why she's like and i'd be like oh like a, a situ- drama situation would happen she's like okay but there's more to it which is like under like under the rug that you'd never really think about and like yeah i don't try to blame my parents because like i've had disagreements with them my mom's always saying that i blame her for how i ended up and all that stuff but like i i i don't it's just like things like you know some things that people do in life and how your parents do like treat you like it 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 carries with you for the rest of your life and like um so my therapist i'll just say because i i mean i'm pretty comfortable with that like my therapist told me that i have abandonment issues which is weird because i've never my parents have never abandoned me so i was like 
what the fuck? I was like, what the good day? I'm like, what's going on? Um, but she was like, yeah, you deal with abandonment issues. And I was like, okay, well, like, my parents have never left me. Like, I've never. But, and she was just saying, like, sometimes when you feel like you're, you've never, sh- like, shared that love or, like, given that love and, like, that. Like, my me and my family don't hug. I don't know if that's with you guys. Like, when we, me and my parents, like, I don't hug my mom. Like, I don't cuddle with her. Like, I don't give her kisses. I don't give her hugs. Like, it feels, I'm even just talking about it, like, makes me get, have the ick. Like, if you guys see my face. But even like some people at our age still feel really comfortable well, yeah, like yeah, cuddling they, with their mom, and I feel like me and my mom like we my mom has been working on it because I've told her, but like in that sense she says like my therapist and like abandonment issues I've never felt like that warming kind of love, and like my parents like I was for a while it was just me and like I do feel loved by them but it was like never that like what I needed you know as a child that reassurance that like you see like when you when you just mentioned that it just took me back like. I also had the same issue, but I feel like it's because once it doesn't happen to you, really, like, from your, let's say, like, your family, it doesn't really happen to you. But then when you see another person's family, like, you see, like, oh, their dads are like, oh, I love your son or I love your daughter, which are siblings. That's that's the main thing. That's where you drew the line, because I'm also your daughter. <laughs> but, like, that sibling one is, I think, the, the biggest thing. <laughs> The, the, the jealousy must stop. I can't. Is it bad? Is it bad? It's, 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 it's not bad. Though. No, it's, no, it's, it's not bad. And I feel like it's like, it's, it's like a, yeah, it's very hard. Yes. And the sibling, cause, no, cause you're, no, cause you're like, well, I never got that when I was, the, right. yeah. I always, now that I'm old and everything, it's not, it's not something like, I'll sit down and cry about it. Of course not. But it's like, it make you like, look back I, and like, I damn, like, I still wish you, like, you know? Like, I know you love me and stuff, but it's like, can we just show, like, can we just show it a little bit, just like at least a little bit? No, for sure. Let's show it a little bit. I feel like, like, my essay to get into school, like, my essay that you had to write for college essay, it was actually about growing up and how my parents were, because growing up a lot from, I've always been a very independent person, so, like, moving to college was never really going to be a hard thing for me, because I've always done everything for myself, like, I buy my, I've always, I started working when I was 14, and I've, so I've been working since I was 14, and this is going to be, like, this is, like, the first time in, like, five years, five, six years that I have not had a job. So it's, like, really bad because I feel like sometimes, do you guys feel like when you grow up in a family that was very low income and, like, that's, like, you grew up with, like, your parents struggling with money, like, I feel like it affects you as an adult also. Like, you know, like, you always worry about money. Like, and, like, even though my parents, like, and I and I really feel like my parents, like, now, I feel like we're, they're at a good place in my life. Like, I feel okay now. But, like, growing up, I, I felt like I always heard about their financial problems. And, like, I always knew what was going on financially. So, I feel like as an, like as a growing up as a teenager, like, an adult, like, I'm not fully an adult, but, you know, as an adult, you, that it affects you because you're always worried about money. You can never be comfortable with money. Like, and money is always an issue. Like, money is, I'm always stressing about money, I feel like. For me, my parents, when I, like, you know, realized that, you know, financial, like, a problem. Again, guys, I have six siblings. We're seven in the house, yeah. including me. My dad used to tell me that he used to work every day and night, day and night. I only have three hours of sleep and then go back to work. Same thing with my mom. My mom, they were both working two jobs. My mom, at a point, had three jobs because it's that insane. I started working when I was around, I think it was 15 or 14. And I used to work every day, every day, every day, every day. Yeah. Now, I can, even though if I have a good amount of money, like right now, I could say I have, like, I'm very financially stable. Yeah. But still, it's not going to stop me from working. Like, if, if I have 10K in the bank, at 15K, it's not going to, like, stop me because I have that thought in my head and, like, damn, like, I, like that drive. Yeah, like, I have to. You, you see that shit um, 
happen like every day. Like, well, how you say your dad like goes to work three hours of sleep and like my mom, yeah, it just stinks. It's just like, like you just look at it, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So then I peeped it because my mom, my mom and dad also do the same thing as Vanessa's mom and dad. Like they just work, 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 work. Now when I got my first job, because I couldn't have a job, you know, because I had to take care of my sister and all that stuff. So all those things came up. But when I first had my job, I think I was like 16. Right when I started, because I worked at Dairy Queen, 3201, 13th Avenue South. But anyways, so when I started working there, y'all, it's it was an everyday thing. Like I didn't feel I didn't feel complete if I did not go to work. Like I would be like, no. Or I, I needed a certain amount of hours, then I'll feel then I'll feel like comfortable. Like and it had to be over 36. <laughs> Don't get me wrong though, I fucking hate working. I fucking oh I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And honestly, I'm I'm I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I suck at managing my money. Like I suck at it. Like I I I can save money. Like before I came here, I had a lot of money saved, but like we I can spend it like that. Like I money goes like in at one end and comes out the other. Like like it's it's in and out fast. I'm talking you get paid on Thursday. That money come in, bro. That money gone Thursday at eight o'clock PM. Yes. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Damn. And then you gotta wait two weeks for that sixty four cents in that vacant. Like, ah. Account goes negative. Damn. Literally. I can't breathe because I hate it. And then I hate asking my mom for money. But I'm just. <laughs> Damn, you hit the spot. Chase like candy. <laughs> the biggest thing for me is I hate asking my parents for money. Now that I'm at college, I'm like, hey, want to slide me a 20? Like, I don't live at home. You ain't buying me groceries. But, like, I hate asking. Because then they always tell you, like, Really, this you work for this and this and this. How to come you don't have money? And then you're, they belittle you and they like basically harass you into why of why you don't have money. And you're just like, damn, shit, don't send me nothing now. I guess I'm gonna stay at the gas station with no gas. You don't love me. You don't love me. No, I've actually, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. No, I think I've kind of grown up like budgeting my budgeting my money really good. Uh, at, at some point, no, at, it, bro, it, guys. If you guys have like a goal at the end of the day in your head, if you know like, oh, I gotta save up for this and this and this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh sure. my yeah. goodness, you'll save, you'll save up for reg- oh, like, yeah, you know, sure. mm, you know what I mean? Well, it's funny though because it's like that, that like what you said, like you have to set a goal for yourself. Throughout all high school, bro, I didn't set that goal for shit. I'm like, absolutely not. But something about like something about, oh damn, you gotta go to college. Yeah, that's that's it hits you. It hit me like a boomerang. It's too late. I was like, I was like, fuck, like. Why didn't I start saving when I first started high school, you know? And you're like, damn. Because you know when we're all freshmen, those seniors that come in, they're like, you got to start working. Seniors going to be fast. College is going to come, blah, blah, blah. I was that one motherfucker that just sat down and said, oh, bro, this is going to be the longest four years of my life. This is going to be the slowest, like, years of my life. Now, I'm literally graduating the next day. I'm like, what the hell is this, bro? And then we had to grind this time. I'm like, damn, if I actually, like, like, start working, like, freshman, like, really like a lot and actually focus and actually save like not even spend like that much every two weeks i've been so good like so good i wouldn't be like you know distressed like don't get me wrong no because yeah no don't get me wrong i'm stable but like it's still like i still have that thought like damn i'm not yet like that at that level so don't stop working i'm not gonna stop working you know what i mean yeah i feel like i right now i i stopped working because i i don't have any jobs here like i am trying to kind of get settled in because i feel like i've always taken work i mean school as like a third priority on my list like that's always been me like i never have cared about school like i didn't give a i did like i really didn't give a fuck like i didn't i really didn't care and i'd put like other things like my friends over school or like working over school and like i'm just not trying to do that here like 
I feel like I'm, I'm trying to get better at, like, setting that boundary up over, like, I can set aside friend time. Because I've always been like, oh, yeah, let me be with my friends, 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 friends. And then, like, I wouldn't get shit that would benefit me in the end done. And it would just like, be like, okay, you see all your friends getting shit done. But then, like, sometimes you'd be like, okay, I need to stop prioritizing my friends when I know they're not prioritizing me. And I need to start prioritizing myself. And I feel like I've been trying to work that because I'm such, like, a friend person. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I love my friends with all my heart. But, like, kind of at college and stuff, I see, like, um, they, they're they doing stuff. Like, if we don't really talk that much, like, I understand. It was hard on me for, for me at first to understand, like, hey, why aren't they calling me? Or, like, why don't they answer when I call them, you know? But, like, I'm understanding that, like, you know, they're prioritizing. So, like, I need to start doing the same for myself. Like, I can't. If I don't have time to talk, then, like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to do it anymore, you know? And it's just, like, in that type of sense, it's, like, okay. Like, I'm just not going to try it. Like, you know? And I've been trying to work on, like, so that's why I'm not really having a job the first semester, I feel like, because I just want to, like, set that set that boundary and, like, focus on school. And, like, even with not even just, really like, friends, just, like, whole life. Like, I need to start prioritizing myself more. Um, but also knowing, because I, I am a people person, like, and I'm such a people pleaser. Like, it's horrific how bad of a people pleaser I am. So I've been trying to work on that, of, like, maintaining my time, maintaining friend time, maintaining, like, school, and, like, maintaining, like, my own personal mental health time, you know, because I feel like that's such a big thing in college. I feel like since college is a big, such a big adjustment, everyone's kind of getting adjusted, you know, with that high school thing and now coming here, it's a whole different, you know, change. Yeah. In high school, I feel like I was, like, a lot confused, like, I knew school was important, but then I was kind of getting boggled up, like, I would, like, spend my time hanging with my friends, not doing my homework, as other times I'd be doing my homework, it was, it was just a whole bunch of bs honestly i was skipping lots of red flags if oh my goodness i could repeat this again and again with friends i've always had the like i was that friend let's say the person fucked up or whatever right i'd be like oh they'll change they'll change they'll change you know what i mean i wasn't ever that type like oh they fucked up i'm i'm i'm, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off i was never that friend i was never that friend i was never that friend it hurts right but then you know, there's those people who take advantage of you. Those people, like, they will keep on doing that bad thing, but they always think, oh, yeah, she'll, she'll forgive me, she'll forgive me. And I had to learn that. I had to learn, like, if I see a red flag, I can't just dismiss it. I have to look over it, and I have to confront them right at the bat. Like, I can't hold on to that. I can't, like, wait two months later and say this, this, and this because it's already yeah. too late. And that's, that's a big thing with me right. that I wait. And, like, I struggled a lot with my friendships, I feel like, through high school. Not even, like, like friendships and stuff. And, like, um, towards my senior year, I really went through a point where um, two of, like, my really close, close, they're, like, we're kind of, we are family, Um, like, a group of three girls, we all, like, stopped, they all stopped talking to me, and it was over, like, childish stuff, and, like, we talked about it, and we're fine now, like, we're good, but I feel like during that time, I got really close to, like, my other three friends, um, who I love so much, with all my heart, and they were the ones that I was talking about, like, in college and stuff, and, like, I'm so proud of all of them and stuff, but... Um, I feel like they really taught, like, you, when you find your friends that, like, teach you what real friendship is, it's like, you never want to let them go, you know, it's like, and you know, deep down in your heart, like, they're real, like, they're real friends, you know, and I'm not saying, like, the three other girls were real friends or anything, I'm just saying, like, um, they showed me, like, just that bond you have with certain friendships, it really shows you, like, I'm worth, I'm worth a lot more, you know, I'm worth, like, my time and I feel like and these girls like I went to Mexico with them and everything we went on this whole spring break trip I think they taught me so much about myself of like 
like hey you know what you know you have to know your worth and like you need to do this and this and this to respect yourself and that's amazing when you have friends like that you know because it helps better yourself in the end like they better you and then you could take that like you feel me it's like a, it's like a life it's a cycle life is all about a cycle like you know it's all about learning stuff it's all about first of all learning heavy on the learning stuff about yourself heavy on the knowing your worth heavy on the protecting your peace heavy on the knowing stuff that you didn't know about yourself you feel me you're like damn hold on growing up i feel like in a toxic community like once you find friends like that you're just like what what have i been doing like what have i been putting myself through and i feel like that's the same thing with relationships like i mean personally i haven't found the one so anyone listening (laughs) anyone listening (laughs) anyone listening (laughs) locations on the list um but i feel like everyone says like when you're in a relationship and you go through toxic relationships when you find the one like you know you know like you know and you know and i always the signs, the signs are there to help you. Yep. And I always feel like with relationships, like I like I'm not in a rush to be in a relationship or any of that stuff. And I always feel like God knows what He's doing with each person. Like oh, praise, you know praise, <laughs> praise Jesus, because honestly, He He has His time for everything. And like people are like, aren't you sad that you're not in a relationship or you haven't been in a relationship in a really long time? I'm like, no. Like yes, there is moments where I'd be down, bad as fuck. Like damn, I want to be cuddled up with someone, especially with the fall coming up. <laughs> But, like, yes, but, like, I always say, like, you know, like, I can try this and this guy, but, like, I know deep down, like, it'll come when it has to come, you know? I feel like, okay, in this generation, we love, we, we love, we love to rush into relationships. Yeah. Now that you brought up relationships, I could talk about this for ages and ages and ages. Again, guys, we single as can be. We, our lines are all open. <laughs> God, I, like, God's timing is so perfect. Like, honestly, when I tell you guys, are we going to chase you or are you going to chase us? Because <laughs> you're chasing us. <laughs> but every, everyone needs to follow God's timing. You know, the thing is in this generation, right? We think it's a must to have a relationship. We think that the relationship or to like, like hookups, hookup culture is so high. And the thing is, we think that we must have, like, a relationship has to be must. Like, you know, a relationship complements you. It doesn't complete you. You don't need. Yes. <laughs> yes. Talk to me. Yes. You don't need a relationship. That's all to my ladies, to my guys, especially my ladies. We are very much emotional vulnerable. We are the ones that are always caught in the high rack. We're the ones caught in the act every time. It's always us, and it's just one word. You don't need a relationship. Everybody needs to self because it's always the people who. It's always the females like who really haven't like reach that level of them loving themselves. You can't love someone if you don't love yourself. You oh, just hey, can't. Oh, yeah, hold on. Hold because, on because like, she just touched the subject, right? She didn't touch it. No, like, heavy on that because, like, something about, like, okay, let's say if, okay, oh, uh, let's say this is a guy, right? Oh, Emma, I'm trying to get to know you. Feel me? Like, let me, like, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, all right, bet. Boom. His red, his red flag start from the jump. And then we end up breaking up. It's, some, it's something about that. It's like, it's, it's like, that's, some people, like, I don't know how some people think sometimes, but it's like, me growing up as like my strong in my like faith, strong in my religion, I truly believe that it's like it's God like God like brought that person just to like show you like oh you know you don't need him right now. Like come on, you gotta focus on school. Come on, you gotta do this. Don't let him break, don't let him like you know, girl protect your damn peace, cause child, no no man is about to come and try to this you know combobulate my peace. Cause <laughs> how the fuck no, that's not gonna happen at all. Yes. 
I, I feel you heavy on that. But touching on what you were saying, and then I'll go back to what you said, Vanessa. I touched on what you were saying again. You were saying about how, like, being in a relationship, like, when a guy comes to you and, like, talks to you, shoulder rip, like, beginning and everything, it's just a God showing you a sign. Like, oh, you should sit back. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's for everyone. That's just how I see oh no okay i figured out it's like and also a big thing for me too is also like seeing my parents like and they grew up in a really good like when you see your parents grow up in a pretty good like loving home and you see like them how they are with each other and how they love each other and how they take care of each other like you expect so much more like like my dad how much he loves my mom and i see that like i would one hope one day to be loved exactly like that or even more you know and, like, that's why I feel like it's such a big thing for me because I don't want to settle down with someone that I feel like is okay. Like, I want to love you so much that every day I wake up next to you, like, I, I'm happy. You know, like, I'm happy. And I feel, and I, like you said, I know you said, like, you don't feel, you, uh, you don't need to be with someone to feel complete. You don't. I don't think that you need to be with someone. But it's always nice to have your someone there. And, like, it's always nice to, like, have someone that encourages you and, like, Someone that, like, a, a, a built-in partner, in a sense. Like, you always have, like, your best friend. And, you know, it's, like, a best friend. And, like, I feel like it's such a big thing for me. Like, to be with me, you have to be my best friend. And uh, I'm not for this hookup culture. And, like, right now, like, I'm not, I'm just not for it. Like, I don't judge anyone in it. Like, that's you. That's your personal choice. Um, it's just not for me personally. But, yeah. Touching back when you were saying that some, you said that you can't love anyone until you love yourself. I agree with I agree to disagree though, because I feel like <laughs> I disagree because I feel like I feel like do like yes some people really love themselves but like as I feel like as females as us girls like how much you love yourself at the end of the day there's always still gonna be something that affects you about yourself that like you will never be okay with you know like maybe it's just me talking I feel like. Yes, there's some things that I feel very insecure about and very, like, self-conscious about. But I feel like I have so much love inside of me that I could give it to someone else. Like, I I, I feel like even sometimes when you're with someone, you guys build off each other. That it helps, he- like, the person teaches you how to love yourself, you know? Like, kind of shows you what how you are supposed to be loved, you know? Yeah, like, I'm not saying... I do believe that you have to have some sort of love for yourself yeah. to be able to, like withdraw yourself from a toxic relationship but i also feel like when you're with someone and you know like this is it like it can really help you build up yourself because sometimes i feel like when i'm talking to someone i'm like oh my god this is going good like let me do this and this and this you know like it helps you kind of build up in a sense no you actually your point is actually my valid though i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah but no because actually it actually makes sense i i didn't even see it that way because a guy can build you up on how to love yourself and everything yeah. Let me find the right one. Oh. Let me find the right one. I'm so excited to find the right one, honestly. We, just, we talked about hookup culture. We're talking about college. We just talked about our family. We just jumped. <laughs> we just jumped through everything. <laughs> but. Alright, so with hookup culture, I don't think I'll ever take a part in. It's not, it's not, I don't think. I know, I know I'll never take upon it such a disgusting act. And of course, it's not, oh, it's literally not good at all. But, but it, it ruins you mentally. Like, it, I don't get it. It ruins you mentally, physically, socially. Everything is you can, like, I don't get why people take, like, a part of it, honestly. Like, it's just literally fuck and go. How can you? I feel like fucking someone is so intimate. Like, it's, it's something that is so, like, 
like, I don't understand if you're, like, I don't judge anybody that has, like, if you have 40, 50, <laughs> if you're, like, 10, 15, 20, you know, I don't judge you. Like, if there's a, like, I'm not going to say if there's a valid reason, but, like, if you just want to get digged down, like, girl, that's for you. But, like, personally, personally, and I don't, and I wouldn't want anyone to judge me for being, like, oh, why don't you like getting digged down? Like, I think everyone likes getting digged down. It just depends Whoa. on who. <laughs> Okay, personally, I don't or ever want to be a part of the hookup culture because I feel like it would ruin me mentally. I'm such a hopeless romantic. Like, such a hopeless romantic. Like, you wouldn't even... I love love, and I love being in love, and, like, I would hope that when I hook up with someone, I love them. You know, like, I... Or if I hook up with someone, I want them to be the one, or and I want them to be someone who I think I get married to or, like, spend my, like rest of my life with i'm sorry but it's something i feel like when you when you get with someone like it's easier for you to keep fucking people after that really yeah for sure for sure i really think like once you fuck someone and like you know they break your heart and like you're hurt it's i feel like it's so much easier to be like oh you know like i love this person so much and we did this and this like i don't give a fuck who i give my body to you know if i if i fuck that's gonna be the person who i'm with it's gonna like take it's gonna take a minute to me for me to actually go fuck oh, someone yeah, else. Sure. You know what I'm I mean? Saying, like, you're gonna move on of course, thing. but again, but again, you can fuck someone and say that they're the one, but you don't know if they're really the one. Though. You yeah. can say that they're the one. You could say that, but can you? <laughs> That's why you gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save that. It's like, let me stop saying. You gotta save that. You know, Virgin and Mary. Um, in this group, I feel like we all care about who we have sex with. Yes. Yeah. Yes, of course, of course. We're all saving. Um, the marriage. No. Oh, damn! <laughs> Did you say what the fuck? I knew it. I knew it. You're lying. Oh, no, guys, <laughs> I'm not saving myself for marriage. Okay, like. Why? Are, why are, are you scared the dick is gonna be too? Okay, why would you just want to have like? Wouldn't you ever just want to try different? Like. Wait, what? The try, <laughs> what? <laughs> try what? Try what? Her toes are curly. Try what? I feel like sometimes when you like only try one dick, like don't you want to keep trying more? Oh my god, I really hope my parents don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> like, don't listen to this, please. But the thing, honestly, try more. One dick, try more. Okay, this is why, okay, this is why. I don't like hookup culture, but I don't ever want to be just get married and be with one person. I feel like it's okay to explore what? your options sometimes. What? But like, I don't want to wait till marriage. Wait, 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 take a, let's, let, wait, 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 did you just try to say you not trying to stay with one guy, or? I am, if it comes down to it, I, if, I'm okay with it, but, like, I'd also be okay with Sabrina trying other people. Sabrina Are you, <laughs> no, Sabrina called it, Sabrina, I'm not sure about your thinking. I'm not a cheater. It's, it's not aligning. Listen to this, like, I don't want to ever set that mentality up that if I end up, like, if I do have sex with someone and I, they're, it's, let's say, I had sex with someone, okay? I loved them. We were together for a really long time, and then we broke it off. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, my God, like, you were the one. You were the only one I was supposed to be with, because then that fucks with you mentally. And, like, it, I can't judge myself. I can't be I can't be hypocrite. I don't want to, like, look later on and be like, wow, I hooked up with, like, three people. Does that make me a part of the hookup culture? Like, I don't want to be a hypocrite in that sense, you know? Like, because you just never know. Like, 
you you could say that you love someone and do what you feel is right, but then at the end of the day, they're just like, mm, bye. Oh, yeah. And then you're just like, oh, you know, like, what do you do? Like, oh, I don't know. That's that's what I was thinking. I'm not saying I would cheat. I would never cheat on anybody. Like, I'm saying I love love so much, and I love being in love. Like, I can yeah. never do that. I love being in love. Like, I'd rather take a relationship over sex. No, sex is good, too. No, because, Sabrina, I'm on the same page as you. I am a hopeless romantic. I want to find my love like one of those Disney princesses. You know what I mean? Yes, you see my TikTok? <laughs> Sabrina G31, go look at it. Anyways. <laughs> no, I actually want to try to find my love like those Disney princesses. I know if I ever get in a relationship, I know I'm not the one. I know I'm not going to be the one that's going to have the problem. It's going to be the guy. Yes, I would never have. It's because, guys, I loved, like, I don't want to, I don't know, because I don't want to dick eat myself. I don't want to flex myself. But, like, I'm the perfect person for a wife. And I'm sorry, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to call myself main character. I'm not trying to say nothing. I just, I just, (laughs) I honestly feel like I'm just the perfect material for wife material. Like, I will love you. I will treat you. I'll take care of you. All the vows you say in a marriage. But. Something about Emma J. Lotto here is the fact that, like, I am a hopeless lover, too, or whatever the fuck y'all said. <laughs> I mean, hopeless romantic, because, like Vanessa said, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I am the perfect wife for ya. Like, I'm talking, I love kids, and I know you want to have kids, and I know you want a little you and a little Mr. Junior, and I want a little Miss Emma, but it's like, I could cook, I could clean, I could, come on, man. I'm giving massages. Like, I'm the type, man, if you come sore from a football game or you come from play basketball with your friends, boy, I'm the type of massage your ugly ass feet because you're lucky because I don't like feet in the first place. But, you know. <laughs> I'm, okay, I wouldn't massage your feet because you got a foot finish or something. <laughs> but I, I like, I am not, like they said, I'm not trying to bribe. Like, on a serious level, no. I feel like I'd be such a perfect girlfriend and even a wife. Like, I don't want to get married right now. I don't want to get married right now. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to explain it back. It's, I do, would love to be in a relationship, though, and be like, like, but I'm also such a person that loves being alone. But, like, I'd love to be alone with you. You know, and I feel like I, I, I give my, even my friends say, like, I give very much, like, taking care of, like, I'm the mom of our group. Like, like even when our friends get really drunk and stuff, like, I somehow always end up being really drunk and still taking care of them. Like, my friends always call me the mom because I'm always worried. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen, you know? Um, so I feel like I'd be such a perfect girlfriend applications, boyfriend applications in the bio. Um, but I... Yeah, like, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you, I'm uh, I do cook, um, I don't, no, actually, I don't really cook that much, but I could, I clean a lot, like, my, I like having my shit clean, I will clean, and I will do laundry, but, one thing about me is, though, I'm very feminist, you can clean, and you can do your laundry by yourself, too. Because about that, too, like, some, um, shoot, let's, okay, so, like, <laughs> I'm the type to, like, Okay, like I'm, I, it's just I don't know. It's just I'm filled. I'm so filled with love. I like, like, like Sabrina mentioned earlier, how she can just like, it's like she can literally give like love to somebody type shit. Whatever you said, like that's that's how I am. Like, even to my even to somebody that I just met, like Sabrina, like for her birthday, like I already like it's like I want to give her a gift already. And I'm just like I don't even know you, but at the same time, it's just like like I just because that that vibe we got together, yeah. it's like I just I just have to you know, and it's like even my cousin that I haven't met in a minute, I haven't even seen my cousin, I still give him stuff. Yeah. 
and guy friends that I just meet, I still give. It's just, it's just, it's love. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The love that you carry is so important. And it's heavy. It's heavy. It heavy. And I'm willing to share it. And what? <laughs> Anytime. Anyway. You know? Yeah. Guys, actually. Okay, but then ask. If someone were to ask you right now, hey, let's be in a relationship, would you do it? Um, honestly, would I, you? I feel now, okay, of course, college and everything going on right now. I don't want a relationship right now. But I f- see it in a couple months. Like, I would want to try a relationship. You know what I mean? The last relationship I remember in my ass was in middle school, but that shit don't count. So we're not going to talk about that one. But Emma, So if somebody were to come up to me and say, I want to be in a relationship, I would honestly be like, no. Yeah. I would say, although I want one so fucking bad, I'll say I can't. Like, I, I, like, in the, I know myself so well that I prioritize them yeah, over, exactly. my, over what I need. And that's so bad. It's so bad that, like, I think like that. <laughs> but I feel like, like they know how to prioritize your time. So imagine me, a freshman coming to a new place, three hours away from home. Like, I would, I want to be in a relationship so bad. But I know myself so well. Yeah. And like, I feel like if it, it fucks with you mentally oh, yeah. so bad, like relationships, like God, it just reaches like different parts of my insecurities that like no one can reach. You know, like it would like it would hit like I deal with a lot of like self love insecurities. And I feel like I use that as an example. Okay. Okay. And I feel like um I deal with really bad insecurities and like really like hard like self love and like it's something that like to share with people, you know, like there's some people that be like, Oh my god, I'm so fat, I hate it. Nothing wrong with people like that. It's not my style. Because yeah. I don't want people to be like, Oh, you're not that fat. Bro, see that I don't like that. Oh my god, I don't like that. Like Bitch, I'm fat. Like, let's get it over with, okay? Like, and I don't, and like, yes, I deal with really bad. I feel like my self-love is like the base to all my problems that I deal with. Like, all my anxiety and my depression that I have and I deal with. Because I have pretty bad anxiety. It all bases off my self-love and how I perceive myself through the eyes of other people. Yeah, so with the, like, the whole, the, the whole coming up and trying to ask me for a relationship, I'm going to straight up say fuck no. I mean, I'm not going to say fuck no, but I'm just like, I'm going to say Okay, yeah, not right now. And to be honest with y'all, like, if we're being, like, brutally honest, like, I've never been in a relationship. Like, I, and the thing is, I never made it past the talking stage because it's, it's something, like, it's either you did something, something disappointing me or it's, like, always <laughs> something about that. But if, yeah, if somebody were to come up to me, I'll say no. And the first thing I'll say is, you know, I feel like, like, I need to get, it's always I need to get to know you more. And like to see, not not even to see if we have a vibe there. Let me just get to know you. Let me see the mad mad you. Let me see the sad you. Let me see the goofy you. Let me just like you know, so I will know how to like kind of react to that. Cause if it's like, and I fall in love so quickly. I fall, yeah, that's yes. the yup. She touched the point. Yeah, like I literally fall in love so fast. It's like, ugh. like somebody somebody could look at me. I'm sorry. Somebody could smile at me. Like somebody could smile at me with your. I'll be like, I'll be like, man, you. Like, I say it straight to your face. I'll be like, bro, you fine as fuck. Like I'm really like, I'm like, bro, you got a girlfriend? That's the question. Oh, hi, my name is Emma Jane. I would love to be your girlfriend. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I'm a hopeless romantic. I love anything. But again, guys, the thing I love about my mindset, like what you touched on, 
prioritize yourself. Like, I don't care. That's what I love about myself. Like, I know what I can bring to the table. I know my personality. I know my standards. God knows my standards, and he'll put them high, and he's the one who's going to find the one for me. So I'm not going to do nothing. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to focus on my studies, do everything. Come Because, again, we came to college to get our degree. We didn't come here to get a boy. So we're not going to hear the chase for no boys. So that's just going to be the goal, and that's just what we're going to live by. I love myself. I'm the main character. It's like, no. Actually, I'm not going to say. That is actually a true fact. That is a true fact. <sighs> the red flags are always there. We just don't see them. They're hiding. Well, sometimes they look hiding, but, like, Sometimes they look a little white, you know? Like, what? I don't know. What? what? Oh, okay. Touching back on what Vanessa was saying. At the end, hug up culture. You do what you got to do. Us three, we love love. We want to be in love. That's just where I don't want to be in love right now. But, I mean, if a sexy man appears at a club one night, you know, we might try something. Or if I see you on the road, or if you go to Concordia. Ew! Guys, no cause relationships. No way, Jose. Okay, no. If um, Have you guys ever liked someone so bad, like, it actually, like, it ruined you, like, like, like a knife through oh, your yeah. stomach type way because probably he wasn't feeling you as well or he just like you know oh, yeah. you know what i mean heavy on that one um i feel like yes and it sometimes i feel like when you don't date someone is when it hurts the most because it's like the what if they're not yours and it's like such of like a what if like what if this like Let's try this. Like, let me, let like, me personally, like, let me try to be better. Like, why didn't they choose me? Like, let me do better. Like, like why can I fix myself so I can be better, you know? And it's, like, so bad. It's, like, and it, I have been in that situation. It ruined me. It ruined me. It really did. It ruined me and it took me a long time to get over it. And thank God I'm fine now and I'm doing better. But, yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. I felt like we've always, I felt like we talked, like, Literally about everything, guys. Yeah. Relationships, friendships, um, college, of course, everything. And I think they've all just surrounded themselves in one big gulp. So it's a good thing that we actually talked about all of them because they kind of relate to each other. I'm not going to lie. Friendships, yeah. like, they like so we didn't really jump, you know, bounce around. We actually just kind of talked about everything, but just more of a kind of, like, like, you know, little thing, whatever. But, yeah, guys, I think we've almost like touched like all the topics we want to touch this was a good combo like i'm not gonna lie how do you feel about it um i feel like it was really good i shared a little too much but you know that's okay that's all a part of life right yeah. um i really i really enjoyed all the stuff that like all the subjects we touched on you know i haven't really been on a podcast before and this is my first time but like shout out to my girl vanessa y'all because like this really like i really like this like I, i'm really fucking with the podcast you feel me and i'll be glad to come back so I'd, I'd like to appreciate y'all to, for coming, y'all. Again, this is Emma Gelato. We got Sabrina again. If you guys want them on this podcast again, bro, just let me know. They're going to be on future episodes again and again and again. Again, if you haven't heard of me before, I'll go by Nessa V, a.k.a. Vanessa. This is Realm. Guys, look, watch my other episodes. Let me know what you guys think. Tune back in from Nessa's Realm. <laughs>